Elder Jensen, thank you for being here to talk with me today. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm glad I was able to make it uh, here today. Good. Yeah, I am too. I appreciate your time and wanted to to get to know you a little bit better and especially to to talk about your your testimony, you know, what it was that that motivated you to to come be a missionary. Uh, you you told me you've been here all of 9 days and so you're you're yeah. kind of uh, drinking out of a fire hose as we say sometimes. Yeah, that's the, probably the most accurate way to put it. It's just been so much. <laughs> it's been so much to deal with, but I've been doing it. I've been uh, trying to get it, get it under control. Right, right. That's wonderful. Um, so tell me a little bit about your your experience in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Has it been a part of your life from day one, or did you come into it somewhere along the way? I would say I, I was born into the church. Uh, I've I've always grown up going to the church, except for, I would say, during high school. It wasn't a high priority, but it was something that was kind of important. And uh, I would say that I kind of learned to grow, like, learned a little bit about how I had a testimony was, it wasn't like reading through the Book of Mormon and saying, like, oh, it's true. It was more on the end of uh, my non uh my non lds friends would bash on bash on the church and instead of me like agreeing with it i would actually I, it frustrated me it made me angry and so it kind of was more of a testimony forged by fire than anything else so when that made you angry what what was your response what did you how did you um, how did you respond i i really just kept it to myself uh i didn't want to like disrupt anything or uh, kind of like cause contention. And so uh, I wouldn't say anything, but it, I just, I would just go silent, you could say. But then when I got home, I would vent very, uh, I would, I would tell my mom about my frustrations very loudly to her. <laughs> and so she was just, she was, she would always keep telling me like, you got to go find some new friends. Like these people that you just got to find new people, which I never actually did. <laughs> I tried, but well, never and, worked. and sometimes that works. Sometimes it, it it may not, but you can still influence them um, for mm-hmm. good. And and even if they don't change their ways, that you, know, you can still love them. And you know, maybe they're still a friend. Yeah. But but if they can respect you and where you stand, that'll give them a healthy respect for for the church for for what you know to be true. In other words, yeah. Which actually. I can I can agree with that and say that like their bashing was more of the early years of high school, but as the years went by, they actually should stop, and eventually it came to an end where they would they stop just bashing on on the church for no reason, and so it was interesting to see. And they would uh, when I chose to serve a mission, they were they asked they asked questions, and I wasn't able to give proper answers like oh why did you choose to serve a mission like you know, you're going to be wait, taking two years. Right. And I'm it's like, yeah, I'm aware. I don't know why, but I trust, I couldn't really describe, like, I have faith that God will, will, will help me in the end. Yeah. I couldn't really like openly let's, tell him. Let's about. dig into that just a little bit. I'm curious at, at what point did you, you know, feel like, Hey, I, I think I want to serve, um, you know, how the developing, I guess, of your testimony. Um, I would say for me, figuring out when I wanted to serve was m- more towards April and May of 2020. 
uh, I was trying to figure out what I was going to do after high school. And I had kind of, I had my mindset that I was going to head out to Japan and study further with uh, like animation and 3d modeling and all, all that stuff. But I kept having this prompting in my head to op- read my patriarchal blessing. And I kept putting it off because I was afraid of the answer. I knew the answer was, it was like, you already know the answer is going to say server mission, but I didn't want to read it because I didn't want to see it. So eventually I just was like, okay, I opened it up and it was, it taught, it mentioned a lot about me being a missionary and I'm like, fine, I'll serve a mission. So, um, in the beginning, when I originally chose to serve a mission, it was God told me to. So I'm not going to try and defy God because I don't, I don't want to see the end results of that. But uh, over time, as, as I slowly kept trying to uh, get my papers in and work on that, I noticed that there's been a difference. Uh, my, my reasoning has changed. Of course, one of the main parts is God said so, but I've learned that it's like, I can better myself out here in the field. I can, I can improve in areas that I've wanted to improve on for a while, but I've never had the discipline, you could say, to push myself to do it. Sure. And so it's, it's, I'm out while I still don't have all the answers being out here, only nine days in the field. I trust that the Lord will, will eventually show those answers into me, unto me. And, uh, I just have to wait and work as hard as I can. Sure. Sure. And, and it's interesting. Cause I, I hear, you know, part of you saying, you know, the Lord told me to, and, and, even with that, obviously we can choose, right? Jonah chose to go hop on a ship and head the other way and and yeah. things didn't quite work out the way he he hoped, but but he had another chance to to say, Okay, Lord, I'm willing to 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 choose what you want and and to to submit, if you will, to surrender my will for yours. And and it sounds like you're you're still kind of in that process, but but also like you say, trusting that, you know what? It's here I am. Here I am. I, I'm showing up in Nineveh. I'm gonna I'm gonna preach to these Ninevites and see if they'll if they'll repent and um and just trusting that the Lord will will make it work out for you. Yeah, that's yeah, I'm right in I'm like dead in the middle of that. Like, all right, don't know what the reward is, but here I go. Very cool. How supportive was your family? Were they pretty supportive of your your desire to serve? Oh yeah, they well uh I'm fortunate to say that uh yeah, my my mom, everyone was supportive of me going on a mission. Uh, they were supportive either way, like if I didn't go or if I did go, but they're just, they just want me to be happy. That's, that's really the end goal that my family wants for me. And yeah. if they, so they trust that I'm making a good decision. That's cool. So, you talked a little bit about your friends, how, how their attitude, at least what they expressed had, had changed some. And I was remembering a there was a, a non-member friend of mine when I left on my mission. Um, yeah, I really didn't think that much about it, but he started writing letters to me like every single week or so all through my mission. And when I got home, I got a chance to baptize him. And oh, really? I didn't expect that, never thought that would ever happen. But that to me was was one of the best, you know, baptisms I got to experience because, you know, there was that friendship that and uh, and obviously it continued on for years afterwards. Um, he was a, an older gentleman in our community, and he passed away a few years ago. But um, really made a huge impact on me because I, you know, you're just planting seeds. You don't know what you're going to harvest. Yeah. Very cool. Um, 
what are what are some of the things that you've been most impressed with? Obviously, you I guess you did did you do MTC at home or did you do MTC in Provo? It was I did one week of MTC at home and then two weeks of at Provo. So I got a little bit of both. So tell me what what your impressions were. What were some of the things that you learned? Because I remember it was kind of intense. What what were you learning? Uh yeah, I can say it wasn't as it, it was intense it was a lot of like you know st- strict schedule got to follow the schedule can't uh can't be late to class otherwise you'll have to knock on a door and my companion never wanted to knock on a door and so we were never late we were always like 15 to 20 minutes early we always had way too much time but uh yeah we we just learned a lot about like rest the restoration the plan of salvation commandments and kind of like we did a lot of role playing also with those and trying to teach people like how to properly understand and how to properly teach what we're trying to say without it sounding like we're just talking to a wall. Sure. So. Sure. I remember before my mission, you know, I, I grew up in the church too. And I remember actually having an opportunity to, to hear the discussions with a friend of mine and it blew me away just how, how simple, how straightforward, how, um, you know, having, having lived my whole life going to primary and young men and, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's like whittled down into just these little principles kind of, kind of blew me away. How, how simple, how straightforward. And, um, I think that helped prepare me for my mission to just hear the discussions and go, oh, really? Yeah. That, I guess that is what we teach. So, yeah. Very cool. So what have you learned in the nine days that you've been in Georgia or what have you experienced that you feel like, okay, this is, this is the right thing. Um, uh, for one, uh, my companion, I can say that getting uh, tagged with elders Olinger has definitely helped me see. Cause like at first I wasn't sure like what benefits, like, what am I going to get? And one of the things that I've wanted to do is like get in shape, get in better shape. And the first person companion I get out in the field is of course, somebody who knows exactly how to get someone in shape. So I can say that that's been a a blessing for me. Um, Another thing is I I went on an exchange yesterday with another elder in the, in the zone. And he taught me about uh, like diligence and persistence uh, even if they say no the first time, of course, ask two or three times to make sure like they're absolutely certain that they're not wanting to hear about it. So just kind of seeing a lot of dil- persistence. And even after like times, I would just silently like be saying to myself, like, OK, there we're done. We don't we have no reason to be here. He would just continue <laughs> like one more door. And I'm like, I wouldn't I would just say, yeah, sure, let's go for it. So I, it's definitely been a lot of just like pushing yourself beyond the comfort zone. I can definitely say I'm, it's not comfortable here, but it that's in a good way. It's like it's changing me and helping and affecting me in a good way. That's great. So. That's good to know. So speaking of of you know getting in shape physically, what would you say as far as your the shape of your of your testimony? And could you share some of that with us? Yeah, uh, I can, I can say that the shape of my testimony, it's, it's, uh, I would say it's kind of strong. It's not like the most, it's not like a hundred percent, like 
oh, this guy, when he's testifying, it's like, watch out. He's going to make, make the, uh, the Red Sea split in half with his testimony. Now it's not that strong, but I, I know for a fact that, uh, like Joseph Smith translated, uh, the book of Mormon. I know it, I know that he didn't just read it off, uh, make it up on the spot. Uh, I know it was a translation. There's evidence. Uh, I also know that the things that we're taught and the commandments that we're supposed to follow, I know that they're there for our benefit and not just as rules for us to uh, follow, to prove to God that we were willing to follow. He has those there. He has the commandments in place to help us become the best of ourselves. And I know that this mission, while I may not know how, I know that this mission will help me become the best version of me. And I just have to keep, keep it up and keep the persistence going and learn step by step. Thank you. That's wonderful. So final question, what would you share with young men or young women who are considering a mission or, or maybe they have that opportunity and and really aren't thinking about it? Uh, step one, I would say is definitely, uh, have, get your patriarchal blessing. If you're choosing to go on a mission, uh, the patriarchal blessing will definitely help influence that, or will definitely help influence your decision on whether or not to go. And then I would say, uh, number two is pray about it. Like number one, I'm not the best at praying, but, uh, I would say definitely pray to God and ask him like, ask him like should i do this and i think you'll that's the this most simple and best way to receive an answer thank you and that's um you know maybe maybe it's not for everybody right but um i love your approach of just you know pray ask god and um certainly god wants what's best for you what's best for for each of us. And I, and I like the way you said that becoming the best, best version of myself, because we're all sent on earth to basically manifest what God has given us, our gifts, our talents, our, you know, who we are. And, um, and I believe you're, you're exactly right. That, that that's what God wants. He wants us to be us. That's why he sent us down here. So perfect. Thank you so much. I appreciate your, your time, your testimony, and uh, I'll see you on Sunday as well. Yep. I'll see you on Sunday. And yeah, thank you for having me. It was really nice to be able to say some of these things that I've been thinking about. Thank you.